Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 14 of the Creative Exponent Podcast. And we actually ended up taking an unplanned little break just because (laughs) we were both on vacation and it's like we just couldn't kind of no we can't get it coordinated (laughs) which is fine it happens it is and I'm you know I'm sure you guys were doing stuff over (laughs) Memorial Day and your kids are getting out of school and you're kind of probably in the same place that we are and also in the place of like I can finally leave my house and go on vacation and so we're all that's what we're all trying to do that's right anyway um so we're going to talk today about what we're calling the midlife crisis of a creative business. <laughs> Yet again, you are welcome for the inspiration because it came yes. from one of my problems. <laughs> well, and mine too. Yes. This has been kind of a common theme that we've talked yeah. about is when you get to that place where you just, in your creative business, where you feel a little... I don't know. You've gotten older. You're a little wiser. You're a little, you know, there are lots of good things. You've got a lot of experience under your belt, but you're also dealing with some of the, I don't know, like the slower metabolism and the the wrinkles. You're just dealing with kind of some things that you didn't experience in the beginning when it was fresh and new Mm -hmm. and everything was fun and um, you know, you were scrappy and maybe didn't yeah. have a lot of expectations. Yeah. And then you kind of get to a place where I think, you know, it's just easy to overthink. It's easy to yeah. make too many comparisons between what happened in the past and, and maybe having fears about the future, especially mm-hmm. as things just continue to change when it comes yeah. to technology and trends. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's just, it's really easy to get in that place where you're like, yeah. I'm just going to go buy a sports car now. That's right. what I'm going to go do. <laughs> and I'm, I quit all the things. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, yeah. I think that, um, well, I was telling Marion that, you know, for me, I've, and I've kind of hit this place more over the last couple of years, I'll feel it creep in where I think to myself, you know, why is everything so hard now? Mm. It's just harder than it used to be, (laughs) which sounds, again, I know we use this, like that whole diamond shoes are too tight kind of thing. Like, I'm fine. Everything is okay. This is not an actual devastating problem, but it doesn't mean that it's not a problem or that it doesn't arise, you know, arise within me. And I think it's just easy to hit a wall where, you sort of feel deflated or maybe you've had a couple of projects not work out or not pan out the way you thought or things, you know, fall through. Just there's more time (laughs) in business once you hit that midlife crisis point. You've had more time to have some disappointments. And, you know, then all of a sudden it's kind of like life. It can can feel sometimes like it is just filled (laughs) with those. Uh, so it depends on what's going on and what's happening in your business, but I do think it is a reality. Um, and I will like just skip to the end and say, that's not true. You know, it's not all over and it's not all terrible, but 
we just wanted to talk about what that feels like, what we're trying to tell ourselves when we feel that way. So it's an interesting yeah. topic. Yeah, this conversation is kind of more for us and you yeah. can just listen, <laughs> listen in on it. But I do yes. think that it's probably something that a lot of people feel at yeah. a certain point because when you first start out, everything's new. Everything's, everything's exciting. Amazing. And I think... <laughs> And I think your expectation is really low. Like yeah. I remember when I opened my business, I had to get a bank account and all of yeah. that. And, and I met with an accountant. And so I only, I started my business, I guess, about 13 years ago. And what's funny is they even gave me one of those, um, like physical credit card copiers. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. They like put the card in with carbon yep. paper and <laughs> swipe it. It's like, that was not that long ago, no, but no. it was before the years of, you know, square, um, yeah. Stripe and yeah. square and the PayPal little thing you plug into your phone. Yep. It was really before smartphones. Yeah. So anyway, trip down memory yeah, lane. Yeah, that makes but you sound real old. <laughs> it sounds ancient smartphones. using one of those <laughs> now, but, <laughs> but it was not that long ago. No. It really wasn't. But anyway, she asked me what I anticipated yeah. for my business income, my annual income. And if you've ever had to answer that question right when you're starting your business, it's mm. just like, um, uh, oh my gosh, I have no idea. Well, and you don't want to sound do you too think? confident. <laughs> Right. And you don't want to, yeah, you're like, well, what's normal? Yeah. What's the answer? What are your what's thoughts? What's the right answer for this? <laughs> so I said $200 a month. Yeah. That was my expectation yeah. was $200 a month. Yeah. So that is a very, 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 very low bar. Right. <laughs> so Sorry. anything I got Man, that beyond... Got yeah, anything I got beyond two hundred dollars oh. a month was like it was amazing. Right, it was amazing. <laughs> so it's such a, it's such a perspective shift. Yes, it is such. You yeah. are we're you are just a different person at a different place once you've been doing business That's for true. 12, 14, 15 years, whatever. But I think it maybe is around that. And maybe it's different for you. Uh -huh. For me, I think it was around the five-year mark yeah. that I started to hit that place. Mm. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know what's going on here. I feel <laughs> like I've, I've plateaued. Yeah. I'm maybe not getting... Everything doesn't feel as exciting. Mm -hmm. It's feeling a little more um, yeah. mundane. I'm yeah. feeling a little more like... Uh, I don't know what's next. Yeah. I mean, it's... So you go from this place where everything's new, everything's yeah. exciting. There's literally nowhere to go but up. Right. There's no, every everything's new, everything's exciting. Mm -hmm. Any new dollar you make is another new dollar you make. Right. Um, and then you get to a place where you've built something that's fairly consistent, yeah. that's fairly predictable. You've had some successes. You've had some amazing opportunities. I yeah. know for both of us, like lots of magazine features and yeah. getting to be on the Nate Burkus show and yeah. just all kinds of, 
you know, blowout sales. Yeah. I mean, your shop sold. Didn't you just sell out like of the whole store the first day you Yeah, opened? yeah. I mean, it was, I, that's what I'm saying. And I don't know how to talk about this without like just sounding <laughs> like a total jerk. But, you know, things like that just blow my mind when I look back and think about that season of time where things just feel, they felt like, and Marion and I have both said this before, and I think some of it is really natural. So while this is about us, it's also, I think uh, many people will resonate, you know, with this. Yes. But, yeah. This is a, the story of a lot of people, yeah. a lot of creative entrepreneurs that, yeah. you know, you kind of, I think a part of it's right time, right place, yep. having the right idea. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of that timing, but I think also it's just you you come into a business with this with this energy and without mm-hmm. you that blew away your expectation, right? Oh, what was your so it. did you put together projections of how much you thought you might sell? And- uh, no, not in the beginning. Now I I generally thought I can at least because interestingly enough, see I didn't really make. Let me mute my computer because, you know, we don't need that going on. Um, (laughs) uh, But I didn't, you know, I wasn't making and selling at the time. I was blogging first. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I thought, well, I'm going to turn this into something. Once, you know, people other than my mom were reading, I decided, okay, I I don't know how this works, but I'm going to figure it out Um, because I have a a background in business and my dad... um, my dad is a businessman, so, you know, I've just been around that my whole life, and, and I knew that I would turn it into something. So I didn't have a set goal in mind. Now, once I began, of course, I was working on projects for my own home and painting a ton of furniture for myself, and then I started selling it or painting for people. So it kind of came, that part came next, where, because in the beginning, of course, the blog was not going to make any money. Um, at all. So, um, so once I got there, you know, yeah, I just thought if I could just make like, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars a year, I'd be okay with that. Like, that'd be great. You know, um, if I could just bring in a little extra money, any extra money would be great. Um, so yes, I think it's that. And I think that then within a year, there were you know, a year, year and a half there, it was nothing but, uh, and again, don't know how to say it without sounding like a jerk, nothing but opportunity after opportunity, you know, now did I work my butt off to make that happen? Yes. Did I get lucky? Yes. Um, lots of things I think conspired together to create that moment in time, just like it did for you. And it does for so many people, but it does feel like in that season, you can't help but feel a little like no matter what you touch, it's just going to work. It's going to, it's gold. You know, you're just everything, like we've said the last couple, you know, podcasts got that wind behind it and you can't, it's, there's just momentum there that's, you know, you're not really controlling. And then all of a sudden life just shifts or, the marketplace shifts, you know, I know we both experienced that you, especially because you were still blogging full time, um, with the way that the blogging world shifted and the way that looks and the way people visit your website, you know, all those things can happen for me, big personal stuff happened. So, you know, there's all kinds of reasons why you might hit that, 
moment of plateauing. But now it can feel like in a hard season or a frustrating month or a frustrating, you know, uh, year, it can feel a little like, God, I, I mean, the amount of effort I am putting in to make this do what I used to just wake up and trip into is ridiculous, you know? So I think it's wise and normal to say that out loud. I think when we don't, and we try to pretend, and I don't think this is our intention, I just think it's another way that we, um, we've we gotten very good at as a culture at punishing ourselves a little bit and seeking maybe the wrong kind of success. Like when we, we feel like we just have to put our head down and pretend like that's not happening, you know, and paint this picture of uh, ease and paint this picture of, of success whatever that looks like. And, and again, I don't think we all do that intentionally. It just kind of happens because that's what you're supposed to do, right? Especially if you yeah. own your own business, you're supposed to, like we've talked about, hustle and make things happen and it looks good and it feels good and you're amazing. And I mean, yeah, you are, but you're also a human. Humans poop, you know? <laughs> like, we're, we're not, I'm sorry. It oh, just she came went out. there. <laughs> just but it's like, you know, we're just... I don't know why we do that. And we pretend like that's not just a, it's a real part of business because it is. Uh, And running your own business that you're so tied to, especially creatively, you know, it just, you do, you hit a midlife crisis point and things are harder. They're not as easy sometimes, you know, and then you, it is cyclical. So, yeah. And I think, I think that, it has so much to do with expectation. Oh, I think you're right. Because now you, you know, with your business, have set the expectation of, <laughs> I open a shop and it sells out on the first day. Yeah, and day one. And at the one. end of the day, I'm standing there looking at an empty shop that I have to yeah. completely restock. Yeah. And and I know when I did fairs yeah. every year, yeah. I, I felt really nervous about how they were going to do. And I remember one that we did together was really mm-hmm. funny because I was just... At the end of the day, I was sitting there with literally one Rubbermaid tub with a few things in it. And mm-hmm. that was all I had left. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, all right, let's pack up and go. Right. And that was it. It's everything else sold. And, right. And it set that expectation. So then when that doesn't happen, when you are carrying yeah. a few dressers out of the show, it starts to feel like, well, what just happened? What did I do yeah. wrong? What wasn't working right? Um, yep. Have I missed the mark? Am I... And I I was talking to Jeff about this the other day saying like, you know, you just have that thought that creeps in a lot. That's like, am I a has been? Right. Right. (laughs) Am I like still trying in a world where I, I'm the only one who realizes I'm Norm. I don't realize that I'm Norma Desmond. I'm the only one not realizing that, that I'm trying to be a silent film star in this world of talkies, you know? So, and, and I, I think that's an interesting I think it's important to be self-aware about that yeah. kind of thing so you don't end up like that. Right, <laughs> like absolutely. That. And to constant, yeah, to constantly assess to make sure what you're doing is, you know, relevant and works with the market and everything yeah. like that. But I think so much, like I said, so much has to do with expectation. And I think so much just has to do with um, with the the feeling of, 
like you said, the wind is at your back. Everything's new. Everything exciting is exciting. There's nowhere to go but up when you're starting. And then once your business is established as it's a viable business, you are, you rely on it for full-time income. Yeah. It's a full-time job. Yeah. It, I think it just starts to, it just takes on a new nature. It does. And yeah. And, and I think that I think in what we want to do to talk about this is just to recognize that. Yeah. To say like that's that it's does a part happen. Of it. Yeah. And and not only I've seen so many people who are in the creative world who have yeah. kind of you know, they they feel that way. They're working on reinventing mm-hmm. themselves. They've closed their shop and they're doing something else or they feel like you know, their shop is not doing what it used to do. Mm-hmm. So now they need to figure something out or yeah. their art was selling like crazy and now it's not. And and even if you just look at like, you know, celebrities, musicians, yeah. people who are in the spotlight a lot, you, you see that where it's mm-hmm. like, so-and-so hasn't been in a movie in a while. What's yeah. going on with them? Yeah. What are they doing? Or, you know, you hear people talking about, you know, they had so many opportunities when they yeah. were uh, a child and then the phone stops ringing yeah. and nobody knows what to do with them anymore. Yeah. And trying to kind of yeah. figure that, figure that out. There's a lot to, to navigate. There Change is. is exciting, but it's, I think it, yeah, it's all about change. It it's is. about changing. It is. And you yeah. know, I mean, even as we're talking about it, I'm reminding myself, you know, that's, that's just part of life. I don't know why, you know, sometimes we forget that our businesses are part of like this life that we're living. And that's what yeah. happens to us as people. So of course it happens to us as uh, business owners, you know, as creatives, we're going to experience those moments where things are just harder or they're different or they're new again, and maybe not new in a super positive way. You know, that's just the nature of the evolution of our lives, you know, and, and how things keep moving and keep shifting and we keep pivoting and keep learning. And, you know, I think for me, what I'm trying to remind myself in those seasons is that number one, for me, this is a huge one, that it's just okay that I feel that way. You know, it's just okay that it feels harder sometimes than it did when I was 27. That's fine. You know, um, I don't have to, I don't have to pretend like I've got it all together and I don't have to pretend like I'm this superstar. I can just, it can just be a hard day. The same way I would want to do that for my personal life now. You know, that's something that's pretty important to me and has become very much a part of my practice in learning to love myself better. So it's the same with business. You know, I, I want to just acknowledge that it can just feel disappointing or frustrating or whatever that emotion is. And it's, it's okay to, to hit that place. It's normal to, and it's also okay to sit there for a minute in recognition of it, not to wallow in it. You know, that's not my goal. I don't want to stay there. But again, we've talked about this before. I think that the temptation is to try to pretend and kind of push past it so quickly that we really don't take enough time to acknowledge it when it does hit and when we feel that way. Because it's like last night I had a moment that was hard and 
And it wasn't anything awful, but it was just frustrating, you know, and I said some stuff, you know, I was telling Andrew about it and, you know, and I really didn't talk much more about it. I just kind of decided I'm in a bad mood now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in a bad mood. I'm disappointed. And that is it. That's, yeah, that's all there is. There's nothing else. And we turned on The Handmaid's Tale and kept watching our show. And that felt I felt better (laughs) even when I woke up without trying to fix it. You know, everything doesn't have to be managed all the time. Some things just are. And our, you know, phases in our life, they they just are. They are going to happen. They're just there, you know. And I think that's probably something that will help me deal with that better if I just kind of acknowledge that that is a, a normal, a normal part of my business life, you know, the same way it is for my regular life, you know, and quit, quit expecting, like you said, quit expecting it to be just simple all the time. Again, talk about spoiled. That's, I mean, that's, that's why do we convince ourselves that things are, are supposed to be that simple all the time. They can't be, you know? So that, I mean, that's an encouragement. I think it's, we look at, you know, businesses and other creatives Mm -hmm. from a perspective of, from this very outside superficial perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So we really just see kind of their, their highlights, the best of. Oh yeah. uh, And I think, you know, especially larger businesses are going to try to kind of manage those products that didn't oh, go yeah. well, the things yeah. that didn't work. and But there's a whole trail of those in yeah. every big business oh, yeah. that even incredibly successful companies that seem to hit it out of the park every single time, mm-hmm. there's a whole uh, graveyard of oh, products yeah. that completely bombed, didn't <laughs> work, weren't great, um, yeah. seasons that were difficult. Yeah. And, and that's true in, it's just true. It and is. I think that, um, like you've talked about before, we, we kind of see ourselves as being, you know, we're just so unique and what we're going through is yeah. nobody else can get it. Right. It's like, no, I think everybody gets it. Yeah. A lot of people can get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's important. So some things to do if you're kind of feeling that, I think, um, I think it's important not only as Shauna was saying to acknowledge how you're feeling in that moment yeah. and like, you know, experience that. And I think, it took me a few years to kind of name it. I felt very just mm-hmm. shifty That's and true. like I didn't know what to do. And it, yeah. I, it just, things just felt off. And I didn't yeah. know how, I didn't know kind of what it was or how to say it. Yeah. But as soon as I recognized, like, it's because it just, the expectations are yeah. different. I'm at a different place in my business yeah. than I was. Well, even five- you just naming it midlife crisis right before we got on the podcast to record is priceless. That's going to help me a lot. I have to admit <laughs> that that is pretty perfect because yeah. <laughs> that is so much of what, and we're both hitting, you yeah. know, we're both in midlife, early midlife. Oh, and, geez, um, and we're hitting some of those things. Like it's, yeah. you know. I was filming a video yesterday just sharing about my rug and I bent down and you could hear my knees like <laughs> you could hear 
the crackling oh, of my gosh. knees it sounded like rice krispies i <laughs> breathe loudly now all of a sudden on my videos i'm just like am i what's happened i mean do i have emphysema oh, i'm unaware of i don't know yeah there's all kinds of stuff that's happening in real life so yeah of course it's happening but there in work yeah there is that like Am I losing hair because yes. I've got more hair in, coming out in the show? Ugh. Am I, you know, is my metabolism slowing down? Yes. It's just painfully <laughs> difficult to lose, you know, right. two pounds. Right. Um, but I think that, the, yeah, and now you have all this experience to look back yeah. on it. You have that mm-hmm. experience of, you know, yeah eight to 10 years ago where like it was, <sighs> it was easy to lose weight and getting yeah. up and down was easy. And yeah. so I, I think there are so many comparisons there are to, to bring to it. And <laughs> I think if you sit in this place of you want to live in where you were a few years ago, right. whether it's professionally or personally, I think it's, it's just a, you're just going to be chronically unhappy. That's right. um, you're going to get way too much Botox and filler in your face. That's right. And, <laughs> You're going to make some bad decisions. You will will make bad decisions. You'll spend way too much money on a car. You'll just do bad things. But it can happen in business, too, I think. You start to do things that are... Out of desperation. Yes. 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 Instead of vision. And that was going to be something I said next, is you... Yes, that's a really good way to put it. Yeah, we should write that down or something. Um, (laughs) I think that, you know, if we could shift, like for me right now, when I hit that place, because for me, it's a very, I usually don't feel that and sit in it for months on end. I tend to feel that and I'll, man, a van is just driving backwards very fast down my street. That was... really funny. Um, but you know, I tend to, to, it'll be a day or two days, or it'll be this fleeting thought that comes and goes, you know? So I think just reminding myself then in those moments, um, especially if it's one where I'll sit in that place for a day or two, that if I can shift the perspective, let myself acknowledge it, feel what I feel about it, and then move into a place where I remind myself of what my vision is now, and where am I? Where do I want to go now? Because it is different. Yeah. Things are different. They're not the same. This is not, you know, Troy, Alabama, circa 2010. You know, this we're yep. in a different place. Uh, and if I can just remind myself, there's new vision, and there are new opportunities, even when they feel a little bit out of reach or more difficult or maybe some bones are cracking while I'm reaching for it, but you know, it is still happening. It is still moving. So that is, yeah. If you can shift into, again, man, being present is one of the most powerful gifts to give yourself. And I mean, every facet of your life, because that's all that is, is saying, I'm, I hear you. I hear you. I know this does suck. (laughs) Um, It is harder you're correct. But here I am now. Where would I like to be? Where do I want to go? What do I have right here in front of me that I can do something with? And no, it's not going to make the bones stop cracking, you know, but it will help you not fill your face with Botox. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It'll help you from making bad decisions. That's right. But 
Yes. So I think that that's great is to look at decisions that you're making. Am I making them out of desperation or out of vision? And Mm -hmm. so well said, Shauna. Well Well done. Thank you. Well done, you. Thank you. Um, And I also think that it helps to look at your work from a broader perspective. I think it's important to celebrate what you did in the past. That's right. What what you built, how it's how it's come along, right? Um, you still accomplished and, and wh- all that, yeah. You know? That was still you, yeah. It was still you, man. I I think that that's important, and and then to look at the big picture of where your business is now, yeah. because we talk about this a lot in our mentoring group, mm-hmm. because it's very easy when it's just you to base how you think your business is doing on how you feel. That's right. And I think you experience that a lot as a creative, that the work you love most is work that you created when you really felt good about it. And you really had a lot of joy and you felt proud of it. And then things that you create during times where it's just does not feel good. You just don't like that work as much. It's it's very true. So I think getting you know, looking at where you are now from a, trying to do it from an objective point of view, Mm -hmm. looking at the overall picture of your business in today's time. That's right. Where you are. Yeah. Being, being present there. Mm -hmm. I think you'll, you know, there's a lot of good to be found there. I know for both of us, as an example, there's our businesses are really different, Mm -hmm. but there's so many like bright spots and places of joy. Yeah. Um, I think my life is balanced so much better than it was so is mine. when I was like yep. in my heyday, yeah. um, which I enjoy tremendously. I'm getting so much more sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> rest, you know, time I, off. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yes. It's just better balanced. It's healthier. I'm doing things that I really enjoy mm-hmm. that I'm really pouring myself into. Yeah. I feel like I've created really good work. Um, and it's still, you know, I'm still earning a full time living off of it. So it's just so interesting how easy it is to feel, you know, just angsty about stuff when we start to, you know, we talk about comparison as being, you know, it can be a a motivator, but it can be an incredibly, Mm -hmm. you know, detrimental thing. And I think when you compare yourself to yourself, it's the same deal. It can be beneficial to say, look how far I've come, Mm -hmm. you know, look how much I've grown, but it can also be detrimental to say, well, I'm going to compare my day today Mm -hmm. with like one of the best seasons of my life. Yeah. And now I feel like garbage (laughs) because I'm not at the best season of my life every single day. Right. Yeah. It's, right. I mean, who can do, I mean, I don't know. Why do we do that? Nobody, can, yeah, nobody, nobody can, can do that. Nobody can do that. Nobody can. It's yeah. cr- I'm j- I don't know. I've just got like flashes of all my favorite athletes like popping into my mind and like, I wouldn't, you yeah. know, watch them and expect that, you know, man, Michael Jordan needed to rest, you know, when he was done, yeah. <laughs> he couldn't keep doing that forever. I just think that there's, um, yeah, I just think that there's a pressure that somehow some way gets gets kind of embedded in our minds and our brains and we you know we just we can't help but hit that place a little bit so 
Yeah. Figuring I out just how thought to of, change the channel is the, the deal. You know, if we can yeah. change the channel, then you can you can move forward, you know, <laughs> albeit with crackling bones. <laughs> yep. I just thought of, um, I don't know why this popped into my head, but uh, I don't, I think it was shortly after Carrie Fisher died uh-huh. and her kind of comedic documentary, Wishful Drinking, was mm-hmm. out. And I'm like, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll just watch that. Kind of. Yeah you know, hear her, I, my experience with her was from, you know, Star Wars. And then, um, did you ever see the old Disney movie Sunday drive? No. Such a cute, funny, I'll have to watch that. It's a case of like car swapping and you Mm -hmm. know, it's, it's just a great old classic Disney movie, but she was in that. But anyway, um, in it, she said, (laughs) She was talking about how often people expressed disappointment mm-hmm. that she no longer looked like she did in that metal bikini right. in Return of the Jedi as like a 50-year-old woman. Right. And she's like, I didn't know when I put on that metal bikini right. and had the pictures taken for the posters oh. and all of that, that that was a contract that said, this is how That's I'm going right. to look the rest of my life. That's right. Yeah. And it was such a good... I just remember listing that big like yes 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 you you know that's so unfair and yet we put those ex that was probably like the best she ever looked in her life the best shape she was young all the anyway and and totally unfair to have this expectation that like oh my gosh you actually aged right gained weight and have wrinkles and you know and you don't want to wear a metal bikini (laughs) and you have gray hair and you have you know and I I think we do that with our body of work we do that with our business we do that with our create our creative journey we do that with ourselves that we get these great snapshots of life Mm -hmm. and then feel like there's some sort of contract that says that's where we need to be always and if we're not it's this big disappointment and man, just talking through all this has really yeah. I feel really a lot better. <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> I, did, I was just thinking that I was like, this is a great conversation. If I do say so myself, I feel way yeah. better. I do, I do. It is, but that's helping. That's helping me out a lot because that yeah. is totally what I'm doing. I'm comparing where I am today to yeah. all these amazing snapshots. That's of, right. Like kind of the highlights mm-hmm. and. Um, Your own highlight so I, reel. I feel, yeah. Yeah. I told you this conversation was for us. So I you know. can just listen along. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. We hope you, you enjoyed it. <laughs> Hopefully we're not the only two that feel this way. I know we're not. I know there's plenty of y'all I listening, know. Watch, but, like, yeah. we'll release this and people are like, I, I don't know what you guys are, ta- right. <laughs> are talking about. What? <laughs> Does that happen? <laughs> exactly. It's just it's just us. It's, it's just totally us. just us. That's right. That's okay. Anyway, um, so next <laughs> week we're going to be talking. We have an interview next week that I'm really excited yes. about. We're going to be talking to Jenna Holiday, who's an illustrator, and she's on the um, Spoonful of Faith Instagram. Uh-huh. She creates beautiful murals. It's such a... I wanted to have her here on the podcast because I think she is such a great example of being a positive voice on social media. Yeah. um, Using her art for positivity and encouragement. Mm -hmm. And she's done some amazing, like has had some huge success Mm -hmm. along the way. So 
Um, I'm looking forward to talking to her. Yes. I did put down a creative contraption. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that part. <laughs> I just see that now, though. Yeah. So I don't know if you've seen them on my... I've shared them on, like, my blog and stuff, but I know you have your own life that you live, so you don't <laughs> see everything. But um, True. So in a box, I'm into antique art supplies, not just art supplies, That's right. but antique art supplies. If I can get it antique or vintage like yeah. I'm I'm in and it's been kind of fun to collect little bits and pieces and things so for my birthday I bought a an antique draft draftsman box yeah. so yeah. it has little architectural yes I've seen um, this tools in it uh-huh. oh, it's so beautiful all the tools are brass there's like all different size compasses. There's bone handled ruling pens. They are so beautiful. But anyway, what came in it Mm. is a tool that is pretty common for draftsman boxes, and it's a parallel ruler. This one's ebony and brass. Yeah. And it's a ruler. So if you imagine like two rulers, one on top of the other, and then there are these little kind of hinges, for lack of Mm -hmm. a better word, that you can use to slide them apart. Yeah. So they'll slide apart maybe like two and a half inches or so, or they can be put together. And what's great is then you can draw, you can expand it however big mm-hmm. you want it, and then you draw two parallel lines yeah. using it. So yeah. um, so I've been using it quite a bit as I've been doing architectural sketches mm-hmm. and stuff to try to even just to double check because parallel lines are really important. And, and um, Oh, yeah perspective lines and your horizon line and all of that stuff. So I'm able to kind of double check. And uh, so I have a little one that's probably about maybe six or seven inches Uh long. And then I got a bigger one that's about, it's about a foot long. Okay. And they're just cool. cool. I'm sure they make new ones are made as well. But you you can find vintage and antique ones Mm -hmm. on Etsy or eBay and, um, they're just a cool little tool if you do a lot of, especially architectural sketching or that sort of thing. Um, yeah. It's just a really handy little tool. I've used a lot more than I thought I would. Okay. Good to know. I'll yeah. have to put it on the list yep. of supplies, possibly. I don't know. Just things to look yeah, at. Things yeah. to look at. It's not going to not gonna be for everybody, but. That's it's, right. But it's still you know, a cool creative contraption. <laughs> Whoa. It's still a cool one. Yeah. It's still, I'm amazed that with as many podcast episodes we've done that we still have but there are things to share. share I know that is funny man there's just always a new that's right tool. that's right all right so we hope you'll join us next week for a little yes. chat with Jenna thank you for listening to the creative exponent podcast our original theme was written by a walker spring and recorded by Ellie Swope and Johan Wagner. And if you like The Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com. 